movie rewrites back at you. We are doing close yet. We are so far away from each other. First time recording super far away and we'll see how this goes, but stick it. Sticking with the spirit of Netflix quote-unquote originals, we are going to go over the movie Close from 2019, directed by Vicky Jusen. I uh, hate saying that last name. Sounds uh, sounds like I shouldn't be saying it. She's got five director credits. Uh, let's see here. Born of War, and then she did Close, and she's done some Witcher episodes and something in post-production called Chrome. So she's got a little bit of Netflix DNA, I guess, going on in this. Uh, our cast is Naomi Rapace. Do you know her at all? Yeah, Prometheus. That's the only place I know her from. That's the only... Yeah, that's that was probably my first real introduction to her. I don't... Yeah. I mean, look at I... her filmography. She's got 51 credits to her name. Well... It makes sense that we we shouldn't be familiar with her unless you're into wherever she's from. She's what <laughs> French or something or Italian or I don't know. She's she's European, you know. Well, right? I think maybe the bis maybe. I mean, the girl with the dragon tattoo, the girl who who played with oh, fire, she was the in girl that? who kicked a hornet's nest. No, that was I mean, her? yeah, she's got yeah. I thought that was uh, Rooney Mara or whatever. Well, she plays Lisbeth Salander. Whoa, okay. Never saw so, those movies, so... Oh, I like those movies. I thought she was really good in those. Okay, okay, cool. Well, then there you go. I like her even more. No wonder I liked her in Prometheus. <laughs> Subliminally, I knew. Subliminally, you know. Yeah, yeah Alien Covenant, briefly. Uh, yeah, close. And then she's... Oh, Lamb. Lamb is one of those movies I want to see from A24. It's supposed to be like a weird horror movie about a satanic goat child, maybe? Ooh, I'm not sure of what the... Uh, you always want to hear about satanic goat childs. Yeah. Uh, this movie was ri- <laughs> this movie was also written by Vicky and Rupert Whittaker, produced by the same people and one other person, James Newworks. Only got three producers on this, so not terrible. And you know, it released January eighteenth of twenty nineteen. Ninety four minutes. It says box office gross was sixty thousand. I'm not sure how that works again if Netflix acquired an already canned movie or what it is, how that works out. But, I mean, that's pretty much it. There's really not a whole lot to it. It's a pretty bare-bones movie in a lot of yeah. ways. So the first question I uh, I have, is this better than the trailer? Um, I can't even answer that because I never watched the trailer. I just went straight into the movie. Well, I only did this because I was trying to just find Netflix originals and I was trying to hit like a thriller adventure set of movies. And I was like, all right, we'll do this. And we did like the badass female assassins four set a while ago. And this would have been an okay movie to do for that. And the trailer is like, oh my gosh, this trailer looks like it's going to be terrible. Oh, really? I was mildly surprised, and it just got above expectations. That's, I don't know, that's really surprising me, because watching it, I was like, ah, it's not bad. It's not It's not amazing, but it's not terrible. I've watched way worse, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, we've all seen way worse. I just, I was on board for this movie. I, I get who she is in this. She is a hired bodyguard. Yeah. But also like a expert something or other. I don't know. She's like an expert 
conflict zone person agent i don't i don't really know how to describe her yeah she's just um yeah she's like a gun for hire because we're introduced to her she's taken some press through possible war zone and they get attacked and she kills all the attackers and then basically she gets hired on because she's a female they wanted a female to protect this rich she a teenager yeah i forget late late teenager maybe early 20s yeah i think she's anyway she's she's the inheritor of of a lot of money and stocks and a mine and yada yada and they gotta move her and so the plot is basically protecting her and then it turns into kind of a whodunit for a little while yeah there was some twists and turns and yeah some foreshadowing that was fun i thought that made it much more interesting you know less on the nose but did it yeah okay you know, it's feeding you one thing, and then you're like, oh, okay, I got this figured out, and then they're trying to switch it up, trying to make it a little more interesting. So did you think it was the mother, too, the stepmom? Mm-hmm. Because I, I, for the most part, yeah. was like, well, and that's just it. The way they film it and then her dialogue, like, oh, of course it's the mom because yeah. she's visibly upset that she, the husband died. She's not getting all the stocks. Yeah, and, and it was she doesn't like this girl. Yeah. yeah, like... Of course it was a mom. Take out the the kid, and then you get all the money. And it turns out, no. I don't know. She mentioned something about being blackmailed at one point. I was like, well, that plot doesn't even matter now. Yeah. Because it has nothing to do with you. So it was, I don't know, kind of different. I took very little notes on this movie, but yeah, I too. did find... <laughs> <laughs> I thought the uh, opening sequence of this was very James Bond. I kept waiting for the lyrics to match up to the title of the movie. Oh, I just, yeah. for some reason, I was like, oh, wow, this does not seem like this is the credit sequence for this, but okie dokie, here we go. Yeah. No, I I, I got that feeling, too. My my thought watching it was, uh, like, Bourne movies. Like, it seemed like I was watching the intro to a Bourne movie or something, you know? In the Middle East somewhere, getting attacked, having to survive and take them all out. Like, I don't know. It was enjoyable. I liked it, though. You like the movie, start to finish. Um, yeah, I would say overall it was a like. Uh, I would say one big knock against it was it was pretty slow, and like you're saying, like the reason we didn't do a lot of notes is because not a ton of stuff happened. Like it was pretty minimal in terms of activities. Um, but I feel like overall it was done well. Uh, one thing, visually, I thought the scenes were shot very well. It seemed very professional and done well. Um, but yeah, in terms of like plot, not a, not a ton going on. Well, this falls into that weird, the weird waters of if you're if you've got a runtime of ninety four minutes, you can spend a lot of that time not doing a whole lot, or you can spend it doing too much. And yeah, I agree with you. Like it, this movie is very cut and paste of like um all the born movies like you know some something happens get to a safe house uh, somebody who's supposed to help you at that safe house dies now you're on the run again got to get the visas or passports to get out of country yada yada blah 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 so when you're already in that territory the thing that's got to set you apart are the kills yeah and the fight scenes and you can talk like oh a fight scene should be the longer the better sometimes if they're done well 
but most fights are short and I like that these ones were fairly short and precise. Like there's a yeah. couple, like she fish hooks a guy in the water and he's pretty much dead. By the way, the only scene I've ever in a movie ever where fish come in handy, maybe. So I wrote that in my notes too. I was like, <laughs> what is going on? Like they're terrified of these fish. There's chains in this in this water too. Like I don't know what's going on, and then they start attacking, and I'm like, "So are these sharks or what? I don't Wait, even the know." Fi- were the fish attacking him? Yeah, she she set him up so that they went after her, him for some for uh, however that happened. Uh, but yeah, then they were like swarming him. I assume they're one of those predatory fish that were going after the blood or something. I don't know. I was, uh, I don't know. When I was watching, I was like, okay, so he's done because of the fish. That was my thought too, like piranha, but I guess I didn't, because they found a body, so I don't know. They're bigger than piranha. They're, they look like they were like, I don't know, long Amazonian predator fish or something, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's like watching uh, uh, River Monsters, you know, when he finds those those super alien looking predator fish that love blood, like it. I don't know. It seemed like long, skinny catfish or something. You know, it's probably salmon. Yeah, yeah. No, I know it's not. Trout. I know they're definitely rainbow <laughs> trout. The deadliest. Where, yes, the deadliest of them all. There's just this movie has a lot of weird things in it. Like uh, the only reason they want a female bodyguard to transport uh, Zoe is because she's had sex with all the other male bodyguards. I feel like that's a legit like storyline, though. It's like. She's a problem child. She's rich. She's privileged. Uh, she she knows where she stands. She's bored, and she knows that she can have some fun. I feel like that's pretty legit. Spoiled right. brat, heiress, like that's I, I guess, also horny. I don't know. Well, I guess my thing too is if we're if we've got this character of Naomi Sam. Rapace, Sam. the Sam in the movie, if Sam is like good at her job, this should be one of those instances where. The reputation precedes her, and she should be hired on just for the fact that she is good at her job, not because she's a female. Right. And you know what I mean? Like, I feel like if you're wanting to say, like, there's, I got a quote later to talk about, but if they're trying to do, like, a female-led assassin, like, I feel like you're just saying, like, oh, she's only here by circumstance because of right. her gender and not right. solely because of her skills, which I'm like, no, let's do it skills-based. Like, yeah, this might be a little bit higher-level threat right now, this person's really good. Let's get her just for this one mission. We'll pay whatever it takes because she's good. Because right. with all the stuff going on in the movie of the de- of the father that just died, all these stocks, there's always, there's like an increase in kidnappings and ransoms and stuff. Let's make it about like the skill set. We want somebody really good at their job. And that's what sure. we saw at the beginning of the movie. I feel like that's that's reasonable. But at the same time, I feel like in this... I don't know, in this industry, if you will, in her line of work, like, you can't be female and be lackluster. Like, you can only be in it if you're the best. That's sort of what I'm thinking, but I agree with you completely. It should be skills-based, but at the same time, that should be automatic. Like, you wouldn't be in that line of work if you weren't good, right? Being a girl, yeah. being a woman. You're on board with them taking that yeah, route. Yeah, I accept it for what it is. It's like you say, it should be skills-based, but the problem is their whole setup is she's she's the problem. The girl's the problem. And that is a logical response of like, 
they're just bodyguard. They should know what they're doing. Gender's irrelevant, but at the same time, gender's the whole point. Like, she just keeps banging her bodyguards. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah. That's what the movie tells me anyway. So going back to the fight scenes, I think there's some pretty good stuff. Like, she plays thought, it smart, I, especially during the kidnapping. I, in terms of the fight scenes, I thought the opening scene was uh, pretty solid. Like, nothing crazy about it is pretty, I don't know what you'd expect but i love the the play of using the dead body as a decoy and then also like she she was playing um she was playing uh possum she was playing possum i thought that was great i mean you you hardly see that in use and the fact that she was able to play it off like you know all you gotta do is scream i'll i'll stand here or i'll sit here with my eyes open as if i died with my eyes open you know definitely believable like i thought that was solid yeah because she's a woman so it's unassuming that she is capable of the things and you know maybe another idea for this too is she comes in not like advertising she's a bodyguard for this thing but maybe as like a tutor for zoe or something has to travel with her and that way it's i don't know it i think that way like open up a different kind of idea of what's going on of oh it's just a tutor like of course she's she's harmless and, then and i stuff feel happens, like that could have oh, been no, she's played badass, into really well exactly what you're saying not. because they had mentioned whatever the country they're in i forget the country uh women aren't you know women don't do anything they're it's very patriarchal and oppressive so that would have been an easy cover like oh she's here as a tutor she's here as the aide she's here as the maid you know she's she's a nobody She's no threat, you know. That would have been good. Yeah, and then uh, we've talked about, like, allowances that have to happen in a movie for it to kind of work. And one of these that I did not care for was the lockdown of the house, or Zoe calls it a compound, and it kind of is, is when that house goes on lockdown, holy crap, dude, is that some (laughs) slow-moving stuff? And you're like, what are you you talking about? Like, you hit that button, like you've got twenty minutes before yeah. any of that stuff comes closed. So, what good is it? Like someone is still getting in or throwing right. a, a grenade or any number of things. Slam that stuff. Don't be like, okay, yeah, well, it'll, it'll give you plenty of time to shove oh, something in the way so it can't close. I was wondering about that too. It's like if you have that sort of security, like a plate of steel that's like supposed to be the armor. Like, you would think that it would have the power to, like, crush a table, a coffee table, you know? And it holds it open no problem. Well, I think of, like, uh, sometimes, like, space horror movies, like, uh, the airlock shuts really quick or some door or, like, submarine movies sometimes, like, that right. that lock closes and, like, now someone's cut in half, you know, like, because of the, of the force. And this thing, like, if you've got metal plates moving down, it needs to have, like, some yeah. kind of warning, like, clear area in five seconds. And then that thing, like shuts really quick and it's like well sorry you're in the way but the yeah, whole purpose the of this was to better. protect the people inside yeah it was just like the, sorry the charges in half. the wall there was no real warning it was just like okay this sequence is activated if you're here you're dead yeah did they kill own, their own people oh my gosh yeah no, no, that, no, was that was stupid good, too like, that was the just, whole point is because that it took they got down hacked the... and that was the whole purpose was to take out the security that was there Oh. So that these other people could come in and and try to kidnap the girl. 
So then, did the yeah. hackers make the security? No, I, I don't know. I don't know about slower? speed. I don't know oh, if they okay. had control so my, over that. I feel like they just activated the process, and that was the process was really slow. Okay, but then they yeah, could control. I, I don't the know. I, I think I think the countermeasures were integrated in the program. Is my guess? It was a whole shutdown program, and if you were okay. moving around, like you were dead. <laughs> <laughs> well then. I guess we never really figured out what happened with that. Uh, I don't know. I and I I don't know if I care for that. This turns into like a political thriller at some point when they're talking about the stocks and these phosphorus mines and all this other stuff. And then it turns into like a corporate greed movie. And then what I do we need to have this weird mother mother issues going on this subplot because Sam had we find out Sam had a kid at a young age and doesn't really talk to her much. Like kind of an estranged mother by her own because of her line of work and then she sees zoe you know whose mother killed herself and is zoe seems lost and yada yada and then we've got the stepmom who's not the kindest who tries to be proxy to them like all of a sudden like zoe's got like right. two mother figures going on and right. that's how zoe and sam connect on a level is like yeah i've got a kid i don't see and i I want the best for you, so I'm going to help you survive this ordeal. Like, I could have walked away. Yeah, my contract was up. Anything that happens to you, like, that's your problem, not mine. But then it, like, slips into this weird mother role and not necessarily, like, her desire to finish the job or, like, like, duty. Yeah, I feel like it was pretty necessary. Do we need it? Um, Only because, like you're saying, it doesn't make sense otherwise. Any other contract, any other job would have been, okay, this is my timeline, I'm out. Versus now she's invested and if she didn't have the whole uh kid issue in the in the in the the girl didn't have the whole mother issue like i feel like that dynamic just wouldn't work the the zoe would have done her normal thing of oh this is your job this is what you're supposed to do you're supposed to try to die for me or die die for me if you have to like that's the whole point of you you know versus like yeah i don't know uh, it it made it made sense in the grand scheme of things, I think, because it it I don't know it just like worked yeah. with why they were doing what they were doing. Otherwise, it'd be like why why do you care so much? But Zoe could easily be a male character. Yes, you could still have the, the mother dependency, mo- mother issues. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess I didn't go back and do like the storyline. So real quick, hired to protect a pampered mining heiress, Zoe, bodyguard Sam, finds herself tangled in a deadly conspiracy. Hmm, yeah, I guess. When attackers target the heiresses, the heiress she's protecting, battle-hardened bodyguard Sam scrambles to save her client and teach her how to fight back. Sure, that makes sense. It's a pretty straight-on plot summary, I guess. So there you have it. There's our simple, simple plot. This movie was better for sure than the trailer. I just don't think I care for it. There's just weird things in there. Like all the cameras are on and like when Sam's at the compound and after she showers and stuff, she realizes there's cameras in the bathroom and like confronts the people. Like those are like, those are on. Like you saw everything. Like, well, I mean, yeah. Well, that is a good point too. It's like if she's a professional, you'd think she would have noticed that from the get-go as soon as you go into a room. You scan it. But then yeah, again, you know. Exactly. Or had like a right. dossier but, of the compound and its capabilities. I even for the just, short Just stint, from her like, line of work and the fact that she knew is like a, a fortified, secured compound. Like, oh, I should, I don't know. 
either accept it for what it is and surveillance makes sense or I have a real problem with it and I'm going to get rid of it right away. Yeah, I don't know. That was kind of weird. Um, I would agree with you about this movie, though. It's like, I I didn't mind it, but at the same time, I'm not, like, blown away by it. I don't think I would be like, oh, you got to watch this. This was awesome. It's more like, if it's on, okay. If you got some time, it's not. It's It's easily digestible because it has so many elements of movies that have already happened and been decent, you know. Well, and that's the thing is we talk about it, and I didn't watch this too long ago, but I am having a really hard time remembering like anything that's stands out is yeah, the actress that plays Sam is good. I I like her and the stuff I've seen her in, but this movie just there's nothing grand about any of it. Like I always say, like the fight sequences were good, and the really the only one I can remember is like the underwater fight was different just because it's underwater. There's a weird school of fish there and the guy gets yeah. like, she hooks him and he dies. And that's pretty much it. After that, it's just really boilerplate bodyguard or Jason Bourne esque movie. Like there's just nothing noteworthy about any of it, which is kind of a bummer. Well, for me where the movie falls flat is Zoe. Um, she's the focus of the movie and she is by far the least talented of all the actors in my mind. Maybe that's her like role. Maybe that's literally the character, but as I'm watching it, I'm just like, ah, she's just, she's bad. She's so bad. And then it's almost like it takes away from the other actors in a way, you know what I mean? Cause they have to cater and like balance and so, I don't know, the whole performance, whenever I see scenes with her in it, I'm just like, eh. Well, you when, you think, when you really think about this movie, there's only three main characters that we worry about. The stepmom, the bodyguard, and Zoe. And yeah. most of the movie is Naomi Rapace and yeah. Zoe. And Naomi carries it. Like, she carries her scenes. Like, I, I am engaged with her character and what's going on. The rest of it, no. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Like, Zoe's just kind of a whatever. Like, yeah. She ends up shooting a cop, well, a dirty cop, and standing up for herself to an extent. So, yeah, this movie isn't great by any stretch of the imagination. But, you know, just for funsies, we're going to go back and read some uh, one-star reviews. This one is just called Bad Writing and Even Worse Directing. Ooh. And you've already said you kind of liked some of the directing on this. The shots were good. So we'll see what this person has to say. Bad writing and even worse directing. What more needs to be said? There's a scene, the stereotypical gold ditzy white chick asks the stereotypical tough chick if she likes what she sees as she woodenly sits on a bed in lingerie. Give me a break. <laughs> Netflix is producing some real dogs lately. Naomi deserves a lot better than this garbage. Yeah. I don't see how that has anything to I, do with the directing. The writing, yeah. maybe. Fair enough. Yeah, I... I yeah, I feel like that's a little harsh. I would agree that she deserves a better movie, but I don't know. I don't feel like it's the worst thing. Uh, it's it's mediocre at best, you know. Yeah. Uh, this next one. This is is this a joke? Oh no, I got it now. Just another Netflix attempt. <laughs> this so-called <laughs> movie does not even worth a full review. Two words are going to be perfectly significant to cover it all. Pathetic, ridiculous. By all means, save yourself from watching it. No wonder it was another Netflix movie. Wowzers. They're 
some of these are pretty harsh. So let's go to a 10-star review. Is there such thing as a 10-star review for this movie? Oh, wow, there actually is. Uh, let's see if I can find a short one here. Very good for a Netflix movie. Honestly, this is one of the best Netflix original movies there is. Didn't we just read that this was a terrible Netflix movie? Yeah. So so many of them are crap, but those movies... But those movie... You know, I keep fixing people's grammar on these, and that's not helpful. So many of them are crap, but those movie has great suspense, good character development, and great action sequences that are actually realistic. It's a great choice to watch if you're paying for the service anyway. So this person basically says, it's pretty good. If you're already paying for it, just watch it because, you know, it, it good. It good enough. I I would agree. I would agree. Um, I would say for Netflix movies, this is decent. It's worth a watch if you have time and nothing else to watch. Um, yeah, you're already paying for it. And if you're streaming movies and you're to the point of searching for something new, then you've consumed a lot of content so yeah give it a watch you can always turn it off if you don't like it yeah i mean it's a short movie too what hour and a half yeah so i'm on a roger ebert.com and it's funny because it it's says exactly what i was thinking watching it and it's basic and uh it says the director has conceived this project in the spirit of a no-nonsense female-led born bone crusher like haywire or Atomic Blonde, <laughs> which we have covered because that's exactly what this is. And I would argue both of those are better movies. Atomic Blonde, at least visually, is pretty interesting. And it's got Charlize Theron. And Haywire at least has an actual fighter by trade doing those fight scenes. So it's not bad. Uh, movies with heroines would drive cross-country alongside our Chris Clint Eastwood character. Uh, without word. So, I mean, it's just saying like it's in the same vein, which, uh, of course... I agree with like how could it not be because, but like we said, it, it brings nothing really new to the table of that right. genre. Like it plays it pretty. It's really just yeah, combining generic. different storylines along with what's already been done, trying to create something new, but at the same time, I don't know. When you're using elements that we've already seen, how new can it really be? I don't know. I would say one thing with Haywire is I do like that that it was an actual fighter that was in the movie. Unfortunately, I think she is one of the worst actresses I have ever seen, and that fell flat for me. She with that. El- versus this, no. at least Jake. Uh, Jake Naomi she, is decent, huh? She elevated whatever Fast and Furious movie she was in. What's Six? that? Uh, who are we talking about? The fighter. Uh, why can't I think of her name? Gina right Gina Carano. Gina Carano. Yeah. Yeah, she elevated Fast and Furious 6, bro. I can't believe you would say she doesn't oh, elevate Oh, okay. Stuff. Okay. Uh, yeah, but um, yeah, I agree. Like yeah. That was a problem with Haywire. Like, you got I don't cool. know. Even the most recent stuff I've seen her in, like... Mandalorian? Mandalorian, she is such a terrible actress. Like, she is just cringy, cringy, just terrible. Like she, 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 it's watching her is like, if you were to watch me try to act just bad, you're not as pretty though. Just not believable at all. Just always the same person, no matter what they're doing or saying. I don't know. Yeah. The downfall of Haywire. Hey, you know what? She tried it close 
is aces when it's watching its star move through the world, silently checking everyone and everything out, hiding her mental mouth until it's time to kill some dudes. The action is frenzied, but comprehensible. That's pretty true. Brutal, but not wantingly sadistic. Also true, it's just fight to survive. That I did. That brings reminds me of when she uh, fought the guy when she had her hands tied behind her back, and ended up like double knee dropping on the back of this dude's head and snapping his neck. That was pretty brutal. Didn't show it, it actually happening. Like it stayed. The camera watched her fall, and then like there was just a white shot of this guy dead. Like it didn't show anything like sadistic. Yeah. Which I mean, no, okay. It was brutal, but at the same time, you put yourself in her position. Like, this dude's trying to kill her. Yep. So, literally, like, you're... And that's the other thing, too. Like, you saw the humanity in her. She wasn't just this robot that was, like, a killing machine with no emotions. Like, she was super uh, desperate. Like, she knew her life was on the line, and the only option was to end this dude because, like, he was going to end her. Like, yeah. I don't know. I thought, I thought it was a pretty solid scene. Yeah. No, that was a good one. Uh, and then and he, the struggle, too, of, like, trying to operate a gun. Like, her first shot misses, but it was close, and, like, you know what I mean? It's Oh, like, yeah, she shot behind I thought back, it was pretty yeah. believable. I thought it was a pretty solid scene. And then Zoe gets thrown into the van, and for some reason there's chains hanging in this van because it's a kidnap van, I guess. And she ends up getting the... It's a murder van. Okay. It, it's it has chains, van. and it's completely lined with plastic, dude. Oh that was gosh. total murder van right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. And, uh... Sam gets like the or not Sam is it Sam oh my gosh Zoe gets a chain wrapped around his neck Zoe and then here comes Zoe from behind lifting his legs up and like pulling him and chokes him out so yep, that was pretty yep. brutal Dunzo. too but, I mean yeah that teamwork was baby makes two work. <laughs> two two neck breaks kind of in a row so not bad yeah so um so he finishes saying it loses a little something when it decides to explain her which I agree with like giving us the backstory of being a in a you know, an absent mom. Uh, but the character and the performance remains fascinating and the bones never stop snapping. So he kind of gives this a pretty borderline glowing review. Um, he's not wrong. I, well, who am I to say? I'm not a movie reporter. Yeah. You're not a professional movie reviewer with, uh, world renowned credentials. True that. I mean, but I think it's, it's accurate. I don't think it deserves like a one star, and I get what some of those people were staying on their those reviews. Like, yeah, that lingerie scene was pretty stupid. It's like, oh, you're gonna try to seduce a woman bodyguard now? Like, what are you talking about? It's pretty solid, you know. It's yeah. it's it's not phenomenal, but there's a lot worse out there. And like, if you just take it for what it is, is is decent. It's decent. It's decent. <laughs> and that and that's all you need. Like, it it's kind of a, like I said, it doesn't because of the location. It's a grimy, pretty flat palette coloring unlike atomic blonde that has kind of a blue filter and there's color and interesting fight scenes this does not go there it's more more realistic in that yeah low less kind of kind of low level filmmaking i mean obviously it's not a john wick it's not an atomic blonde it's not a haywire it's its own weird kind of thing and it reminded me of a chris hemsworth movie that's on netflix too where he does the same thing anyways This is this is uh, so productive. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Hit stop. No, well, I mean, let's just real quick. I yeah, close oh, okay. was an okay movie <laughs> uh, for Netflix for sure. This kind of goes into our action thriller, 
genre a little bit. Uh, I honestly kind of prefer this movie than the previous four we've done that were Netflix originals. Uh, I do, yeah. I think I, I that's would that's what I'm coming sure. off of. When people are reviewing Netflix, it's like uh, the last four we've seen were. I'd prefer to watch this over them. Yeah, it doesn't have some weird time loop that doesn't make sense, or <laughs> yeah. people get that record <laughs> everything through their eyes. Work. Yeah. yeah, it's just <laughs> it's just a straight up like anti kidnapping, kill everybody to survive mild mystery movie so i mean it is what it is for sure watch it if you kind of like those grimy kind of taken-esque movies yeah you know i mean you always have to have the overlooming enemy bad guy and corporations are easy targets for good reason you know when it comes to world stage and sort of what they're pointing at i guess massive wealth i don't know so the message of the movie is Always be a mother figure to everyone because you never know if they don't have a mother. The message of the movie is... The message of the movie is always be a mother to everyone at all times. Yeah, be a mother to everybody. Be a mother to everybody. Well, just... just, If you're a parent, be a parent, you know? (laughs) Otherwise, it'll haunt you until you find somebody to dump all of those emotions onto or cling onto because of those emotions that you've neglected, you know, that's really the story behind it. Just, just, you know, I don't know. (laughs) Yep. Always be a mother figure to everyone. Well, yeah. yeah. Even if you're a stepmother and you're bitter, still try to be a mother, you know? Yeah. Gotta be the mom. (laughs) All right. Movie rewrite says, watch it. Maybe we're not sure. No, it's it, if you got some time, it's worth a watch. Jake says if, if you, you got like an hour and a half, go stuff. for it. I say depends on what you like. Maybe you will, yeah. maybe you won't. <laughs> maybe you'll watch it be Jones and first sequel. <laughs> I don't know. It depends on what you like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, until next time, movie rewrite. We'll see you later. Okay, bye-bye. I say.